All right, this is Brent Leary, and with me today is Timo Rain. Timo is the co-founder and president of Pipedrive. Timo, thanks for joining me today. You know, it's, it's great to be here, Brent. So before we jump in and start talking about some of the survey research you guys did around the world's best closers when it comes to closing the sales deal, maybe you can give us a little bit of a background as to what you guys do over at Pipedrive. Yes, absolutely. Pleasure. Um, we're building a, a software for people who, you know, work in B two B sales mostly, and uh, and are you know, closing deals every day, and, and they have, uh, you know, quite quite high volume um, deals in terms of their deal size. But the point is very simple. We want to help these people be really organized uh, on top of their game and and feel that they they are in control of their destiny really. So in a very simple way, we can say that uh, we build the software to help people close more sales, make it more you know, smooth for them, um, and, and that's what it really is. So uh, we do have you know, customers uh, uh, literally from all over the, over the globe, and, and that's us, that has given us uh, a lot of encouragement uh, that, that what we've, we've been trying to do is, is, is something right for them. Yeah, and you mentioned here in a blog post that you have at least uh, customers in at least 140 different countries, which is awesome. And, uh, and you guys focus in on the SMB space. So this study that you guys did really focuses on like sales folks in SMB kind of businesses from around the world, right? Yeah, that's absolutely right. It's it's uh, it's a, like I said, it's a luxury and and, and a great thing to see that uh, we, we do have customers using uh, the product from from more than 140 countries, and and that also gives us a, a good view into you know how things are going in the, in the world of sales and um, and uh, that has caused us also to look into some of the ways to study this a bit. So right off the top, I, I mean. I looked at this and I'm kind of surprised because maybe I look at it through the lens of somebody who's just pretty much focused on the, on the United States. But right off the top, the world's best closers are not in the U.S. of A. They are in South Africa, and 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 we're not even in the top three. We're not even in the gold, the, the medal consideration here because Brazil <laughs> is second and, and Chile is is third. So tell us a little bit about why South African sales folks seem to be the best closers. <laughs> that's a good one but let me tell you first one thing south africans actually think that they are <laughs> so that's, i think i think that's what makes them quite similar to any, anybody in u.s because um, you know it's, it's a very proud nation as well so uh, but i need to give a bit of context around this because you know the question that we went in was was just a wonder of how different is sales around the world in terms of the work that you know sales people put in and what we did was really important was that we used the you know the tens of thousands of users data we we anonymized, anonymized uh, metadata that we you know generate um and and we really put that all together into a large database which was literally you know the number of deals that people add and close number of activities that they initiate and you know mark complete and so on and then then we looked at it all by country and then removed obviously all the outliers and then got a really good view on on differences and what we were really interested about was how well salespeople as you know in sales there are different metrics that all the people look at uh, how well do they convert uh, their sales opportunities uh, when they uh, work with the deals and how long it takes for them to actually close a deal and you know just how much work it all means for them in terms of activities 
And yes, when you when you look at one uh, metric, which is uh, who's the best closer by conversion rates, which you know, j- just for, for 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 anybody listening, it's you know conversion pretty much means you know getting from one stage to another um, through the whole sales process, so that uh, you know when you talk to let's say ten people, uh, how many people you end up as as, as your buyers. Uh, and uh, whoever has a better conversion, you know, has more buyers at the end. And uh, by that metric alone, uh, when we look at it, South Africans are the best closers or they are the best converters, let's put it that way. And, and you have Brazil and, and, and Chile and, and then, you know, countries from <laughs> Nordics, uh, Denmark and Sweden right up there. But yes, U.S. doesn't even come close um, in that metric. Yeah, it's just... actually quite quite towards the bottom of the list, uh, along <laughs> with other countries, which are also large, like Russia, Canada, uh, Poland in there. So, yeah, we're, I'm going to ask you about the about the U.S. specifically in a minute, but so that's a uh, conversion rate, and it it looks and it, it the conversion rate on this graphic is definitely South Africa is head and shoulders above uh, most everybody, and seriously above the U.S. But closing is one aspect. It's, but what about the efficiency, uh, the average time of close? It looks like you know Brazil is, is actually in the top spot and South Africa is following up from them. But tell us a little bit about the average time of closing and how everything works there. Yeah, I mean, well, we knew going in that, that uh, you can't just take one metric and say that, okay, that – that means that you're the best in sales. Because even if we bring another analogy, like you know, in, in, in professional sports or basketball or baseball, I mean, or basketball, for example, who's the sharpest shooter? I mean, you can get that metric, but that doesn't usually mean that that's the best overall player that you have there. There's so many other things. So in sales, so, you know, conversion rate, that was one. The second thing that we were really interested in was, you know, how much time it actually takes for a salesperson to, uh, you know, close a deal from the very opening of an opportunity and then, you know, finishing with the sales. How many weeks? How many months? And uh, yes, that that top list uh, or that list actually had Brazilians in the top. Uh, seems that they get to hear the the, the, the final yes quickest. Uh, it seems that that it takes uh, the least time uh, for them to close a deal. But South Africa is really up there as well, along with Chile and and this, you know the countries that that don't enjoy the, the quick quick road to yes slowest uh, to close are mostly european countries along with uh, australia and canada in the mix and uh, and one of the things that w- was surprising for us was that you know dutch they're considered to be the the great traders through how much of the history of the world uh, they seem to be like the slowest of the slow <laughs> so so whatever we 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 think uh, is good in sales when you look at different metrics. I mean, you, you don't get the same picture everywhere, and and maybe it's even important that you know you do some things uh, uh, slower uh, in order to be renowned as the best trader. I don't know. <laughs> well, well, interesting enough, you you have another thing here that you call having the magic touch. Now, mm-hmm. after looking at sp- Spain, excuse me, Brazil and South Africa and Chile, who seem to be both efficient and effective in, in their closing. Spain is the one that comes up top with the magic touch. So maybe you could tell us what exactly the magic touch is and why does Spain have it? Yeah, well, that's the other thing. Why they have it, I really don't know, <laughs> to be <laughs> honest. But what it 
what it meant for the stu- uh, for the study was we just looked at how little a salesperson has to do to close a sale and that what we mean by this is that how many activities with a prospect you need to be you know completing before you can you know close a sale so that's a sort of like a, a lot of hustle um, you know maybe you know it's a good it's a good term for that as well like how many calls are placed how many emails are sent how many meetings are held you know with each prospect before you can actually say that okay now we got to the point and then you know the, the prospect uh, decides to buy so in that respect um, Spain was the yeah they seem to have the magic touch in terms of they just you know need the the smallest amount of activities uh, to close um, and there's you know Denmark Netherlands up there as well some other uh, Nordic countries and and for example at the other end you have Russia and they, they need not not double but almost double uh, the amount of things to do before that they can actually move to a close and again you know US, US is um, towards the bottom but we also came up with you know different you know conclusions I'm happy to share these as well because you know this these were the, the different things that we talked you know touched and and, uh, and obviously it's try to make sense of what that means let me ask you um, so I'm looking at this and if you look at just looking at the conversion rates U.S. is on the bottom end of that. If we look at efficiency, we're kind of middle of the pack there. And then we don't have the magic touch. The U.S. sales in the U.S. does. So what are what are why do you think the sales in the U.S. salespeople, particularly the SMB salespeople in the U.S.A., are lagging behind some of these other countries? Yeah, it's uh, you know I think the obvious thing that comes to mind is that you. Um, you have to look at the context of everything and 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 the development of of an economy development of 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 sales development of you know the options that buyers have that comes into play and um and it, it is possible that the you know the, the more competition uh you have in developed nations uh you know that forces the sales cycles to be uh longer that you know buyers have more options and and the more sales teams competing for their attention you know that, that all comes into play so i think that you know any of these sales sort of metrics as, a, as an indicator of success i think it wouldn't take it but just like one of them it's probably misleading it's it's good for sort of popularity and, and good talk but mm-hmm. uh not for a sort of professional advice and i think that um th- th- there's truth that when you can convert better in your sales you will you know close your deals faster you will make more in commission and profits and then you know that's also probably faster sales cycles and everything like that but um but i think that you know when you look at the conditions i do believe that people in in south africa brazil chile i mean they seem to have it the easiest uh one way or the other when you look at just the condition and let, let's say that i want to come up with a perfect excuse why you know us uh it don't show up higher here in these sort of metrics and uh, and with that, that we could say that it's it's because of the toughest conditions because United States, Canada, United Kingdom to some extent, extent Australia, they they have slow you know slower pace, lower conversion, lots of activities per deal. So uh, you know for me, I have two conclusions there. It's like one context where you sell comes into play. I mean, there's more no's probably in in, in a country like US. And, 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 and more work to be done to actually close the deal. Um, but what I think what is important with the context is anybody who's globally selling, they have customers not only in US but also international. I think you know it, it would be a benefit to learn about the, the different uh, uh, 
conditions in, in different areas. And uh, what I also, second point, I also don't think that these averages across industries or countries, that they really matter. When you look at, you know, everybody's thinking about their own sales. I think people are you know, selfish, as we all are. And I think what matters most is that you break down your performance and, and you look to improve. And I think in that respect, that study still is like a good kicker <laughs> because, you know, it, 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 could, um, it could force you to look at some of the good things that you can do. And I think there are at least two great goals here. It's like, can I have a better conversion, you know, from let's just put it that way, like from one stage to another, can I get more people to talk to me after my phone call, for example, or meet with me after my phone call and stuff like that? And can I just be a tad quicker, uh, you know, from one stage that I, you know, we work with prospects to another, quicker to uh, to yes. And obviously, it's not because I talk faster, but I think it's um, I think it's because you are, you know, destroying some of the beliefs. Uh, because let me give you one example. I just remembered that the other day, I I was working with a sales team um, in my previous company. I once asked our sales guy guys because I was so annoyed at some of the <laughs> some of the things we were hearing. I asked them. How long do prospects need to think after they told you that they need to think about it? And it was funny to hear, you know, that, that there were specific answers. Somebody said five days, somebody said three days, somebody said a week, and they seem to be quite convinced that that's how it is. But for me, what it obviously shows is that we have it in our own heads. Um, and, and when we, you know, see other people having a different assumption and, and not waiting for a week, uh, but asking, you know, right at the spot for, for a prospect to actually, you know, share their uh, current understanding, whether they can see purchasing, whether they can see that they want to, you know, see our demo, whether they're really interested in meeting us. And, and being more open, you can speed the process up a lot without, you know, starting to talk faster or, or you, know, you know, speeding up uh, uh, to the point where it's, you know, nuts and not natural. So adjusting their assumption, I think that is also one way to improve. And, and, and I think I do believe that the goals, like getting slightly better conversion, even from one stage, not the whole at first, but one stage to another, and being slightly quicker from one stage to another, um, that's, that's a good move for anybody in sales. One real last quick question, and, and that was great. Thanks for adding that context. Um, are you seeing higher adoption rates of software and applications like PipeDrive? Are you seeing countries outside of the U.S. adopt at higher rates than businesses in the U.S.? Um, I, I, I don't think so. I, I've, I've seen that, first of all, we haven't run a specific study actually, uh, you know, to be as sort of maybe sharp in this, but when we look at the overall numbers, there's not a lot of difference in terms of in terms of adopting it. I think uh, SMBs in in the whole world they share one thing, which is uh, which is that they're all very close to the actual business. Mm -hmm. I mean, it really matters for them how the sales are coming along. Uh, maybe in the slightly larger businesses, you know, you don't feel it that much. I mean, you obviously feel it when you have it. <laughs> crazy sales manager and and and, and you, um, you 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 learn about uh, what your commissions are going to be and stuff like that but in small businesses it's much more like life and death and and what, what I like about it it's is that these businesses really use the tools that help them and don't use the tools that don't help them and they maybe have a bit more luxury in terms of they don't have the 
maybe yeah, central systems and you know needs for integrations here and there that the larger businesses have. But I, I when I just try to think of your question, I don't think we've seen the difference in terms of adaptation. You know, I think the small businesses and most of our customers are from there. Uh, they tend to behave quite quite similarly uh, uh, anywhere. So, so technology isn't one of the. It may not be one of the leading drivers of why certain countries are uh, ahead in conversions and efficiencies and have the magic touch. Uh, maybe it's more of the business culture and what the you know, kind of the the way things are done in those uh, countries as opposed to the technology that they're using. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I, I think the good answers or sort of good questions are, uh, what am I doing? Am I being, you know, open with that person? I think the cultures are slightly different in that respect. I mean, some cultures, people tend to, I mean, obviously sales is, is, is an interaction between people who are strange to each other first, at first, right? Right. Um, and, uh, I mean, you know, getting to the, you know, each other, getting through, um, you know, starting an open, candid talk between these parties. I think that might be different, you know, when you have a country like U.S. or Russia or Brazil or South Africa. Um, I think that's worth learning. And, and maybe there are, uh, you know, the barriers are, uh, you know, or, you know I'm not saying that there are less barriers, but maybe, you know, people have a way in these cultures to go through these barriers quicker, even though when you look at U.S. people, are very very friendly with you know, with strangers right at the spot right at the start, but I don't know what happens when you actually have a sales interaction. You know that might be different in, you know from country to country. So, I, you know I think that you know there are some of the things that we can't really do much about. It's 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 the country you live in, it's the culture, it's the context. But I think what everybody can do something about in small businesses is is break things down as far as their own performance goes. But that's only possible when you really want to be a professional obviously then you want to then you really want to break things down and and, and improve Timo where can people learn more about uh, some of the findings here but also more about pipe drive in, in general well in general obviously you know the way that uh, you know people find us is that they hear you know somebody you know, tell that, that that's a, that's a good product for uh, for working on your deals um, and uh, and then they just you know type in pipe drive in search or you know, literally pipedrive.com, which which you know takes us to our uh, website and you can you know sign up for a trial. Or we have a blog, blog you know .com, which uh, we use to you know publish the first uh, you, know, you know studies and the results of these. Uh, and that was just one. We've we've conducted actually more. So anybody who's interested, I'm, I'm you know inviting you to uh, to to look at that and then and find these things.